Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Memorandum Ram Goldhari and today Masechus Ksubis Daf Lamed Base, the third parak Elon Naaros. This is going to be an abbreviated shir. The Zichud Masechus Ksubis program has been generously sponsored as a schus for Hachazachas Torah. So the three types are going to focus on number one. The Gemara contrasts the Mishnah Daf Chav Tesam and Alf that stated that if one violated a woman who was an Issacharis, such as a sister, she's entitled to the Knas. With the Mishnah Malkazet states, Elohen Alokin, these are the ones who receive Malkas for violating an Issa, and lists one who has relations with an Issacharis, such as a sister. And it has been established for us that one does not receive Malkas and pay money for the same crime. We will answer that there's no difficulty. Our mission is dealing with Achos and Na'ara, his sister, who is a Na'ara, where the Knas for violating her applies. And the Mishnah Makos is dealing with Achos of Bulgaris, his sister who is a Bulgaris, where the Knas does not apply. When the board challenges this, since a Bulgaris who was violated receives the monetary payments of Boshu's Bagam, embarrassment and depreciation of market value, it answers that the Mishnah Makos is dealing with a Shota, a mentally deranged girl who does not suffer from embarrassment nor has value in the market. When the Gemara asks why she doesn't receive money for Sa'ar, the physical pain she suffers, and answers the Mishnah is dealing with a Mafuta, a girl that was seduced, where there is no pain. Pointing to the Gemara first from Ul's answer that he holds, where one is high for both monetary payment and lashes, the person pays and is not lashed. The Gemara seeks to identify Ula's source and concludes that he learns it from the Gezer Shava of Tachas Tachas. It's certain with regard to the violator, she shall become his wife, in place of his violating her, and certain with regard to one who strikes and wounds another, an eye in place of an eye. Just as there, in the case of one who wounds another, he pays money and does not receive malkas, even if he was warned not to strike the victim, so to every place where there's both a chiyuv of both money and lashes, such as in the case where one violates his sister, the person pays and is not lashed. Rashi explains that this Gezer Shabbat is mufna, it's superfluous, since the word tachas is superfluous in the Pasuk regarding the one who violates a woman. This means we can derive laws from it and we do not raise objections to it, even if there's a logical argument that can be presented. And pointing to Rabbi Yochanan says the Mishnah Makos can also be dealing with his sister, who is a Na'ara, and the difference between the two Mishnahis is that the Mishnah Makos is dealing with where he was warned that he would receive Malkus for violating her, and the Mishnah here is where he was not warned. The Gemara notes that it seems that Yochanan holds that wherever there's a Hebrew with money and Malkus, and he's warned about Malkus, he receives Malkus and does not pay. It explains that the puzzle regarding Malkus states that the person receives lashes Kadevisha so in accordance with his wickedness, from which we can learn You may punish him for one wickedness, but you cannot punish him for two penalties referring to both money and lashes. And the next Pasuk states, Forty lashes, he shall strike him. Rush explains that we learn from here that where there are two penalties, he's lashed and does not make a monetary payment. So once again, the three points are number one. The more contrast the mission on Chavtes Amonolov that stated that if one violated a woman who was an Issacharis, such as a sister, she's entitled to the fine. With the mission in Makos, it states, Elohen these are the ones who receive Malkus for violating an Isser, and lists one who has relations with an Issacharis, such as a sister. And it has been established for us that one does not receive malchus and pay money for the same crime. We will answer that there's no difficulty. Our mission is dealing with Achos and Na'ara, his sister, who is a Na'ara, where the Knast for violating her applies. And the Mishnah Makos is dealing with Achos and Bulgaris, his sister who is a Bulgaris, where the Knast does not apply. When the board challenges this, since a Bulgaris who was violated receives the monetary payments of Boshu's Bagam, embarrassment and depreciation of market value, it answers that the Mishnah Makos is dealing with a Shota, 
a mentally deranged girl who does not suffer from embarrassment nor has value in the market. When the Gemara asks why she doesn't receive money for Sa'ar, the physical pain she suffers, and answers the mission is dealing with a mafuta, a girl that was seduced, where there is no pain. Pointing to the Gemara infers from Ul's answer that he holds, where one is high for both monetary payment and lashes, the person pays and is not lashed. The Gemara seeks to identify Ula's source and concludes that he learns it from the Gezer Shava of Tachas Tachas. It's certain with regard to the violator, she shall become his wife, in place of his violating her, and certain with regard to one who strikes and wounds another, ein tachas ein, an eye in place of an eye. Just as there, in the case of one who wounds another, he pays money and does not receive malchus, even if he was warned not to strike the victim, so to every place where there is both a chiyuv of both money and lashes, such as in the case where one violates his sister, the person pays and is not lashed. Rashi explains that this Gezer Shabbat is mufnit, it's superfluous, since the word tachas is superfluous in the Pasuk regarding the one who violates a woman. This means we can derive laws from it and we do not raise objections to it, even if there's a logical argument that can be presented. And pointing with you, Rabbi Yochanan says the mission of Makos can also be dealing with this sister who is a Na'ara, and the difference between the two Mishnais is that the mission of Makos is dealing with where he was warned that he would receive Makos for violating her, and the mission here is where he was not warned. The Gemara notes that it seems that Yochanan holds that wherever there's a Hebrew with money and Malkus, and he's warned about Malkus, he receives Malkus and does not pay. It explains that the puzzle regarding Malkus states that the person receives lashes Kadevi so in accordance with his wickedness, from which we can learn, You may punish him for one wickedness, but you cannot punish him for two penalties referring to both money and lashes. And the next Pasuk states, Forty lashes, he shall strike him. Rush explains that we learn from here that where there are two penalties, he's lashed and does not make a monetary payment. All right, so now we get to our Simon Dafalama base, and our standard Simon is a lab, but we use a mad scientist in a lab. A mad scientist in a lab. So here goes. The mad scientist in the lab designing a kanas omatic that would automatically give a kanas to a Nara sister, but not to one who was a Shota Bogeres, built in an Ein Takazain camera to ensure one paid the fine and didn't get lashes, because the last one he made accidentally gave 40 lashes instead. Once again, slow motion. The mad scientist in the lab, mad scientist in the lab, that must be more enough. Lamed Bays. The mad scientist in the lab designing a kanas omatic that would automatically give a kanas to a na'ara sister, but not to one who was a shota bogeres, which reminds us, the more contrast the Mishan Daf Chav Tesalman Aleph that stated that if one violated a woman who was an Issachars, such as a sister, she's endowed to the fine, with the Mishnah Makos that states, Elohenolokin, these are the ones who receive Malkus for violating an Issa and list one who has relations with an Issachars, such as a sister. And it has been established for us that one does not receive malchus and pay money for the same crime. Ula answered, there's no difficulty. Our mission is dealing with Akhus Na'ara, his sister, who is a Na'ara, where the Kanas for a violation applies. And the mission of Makhus is dealing with Akhus Bagaris, his sister is a Bagaris, where Kanas does not apply. So, the mad scientist in the lab designing a Kanas Omatic that would automatically give a Kanas to a Na'ara's sister, but not to one who was a Shoto Bagaris built in an Ein Tachazayn camera to ensure one paid the fine and didn't get lashes, which reminds us. The Gemara infers from Will's answer that he holds that wherever one is high both a monetary payment and lashes, that the person pays and is not lashed. The Gemara seeks to identify Ula's source and concludes it's learned from the Gezer Shava of Tachas Tachas. It's written with regard to the violator. She shall become his wife, Tachas Asherina, in place of his violating her. And it's written with regard to one who strikes and wounds another, Ein Tachazayn, an eye in place of an eye.
Just as there, in the case of one who wounds another, he pays money and does not receive malchus, even if he was warned not to strike the victim, so to every place where there is both a chiv of money and lashes, such as in the case where one violates his sister, the person pays and is not lashed. So, the mad scientist in the lab designing a kanas matic that would automatically give a kanas to a nara sister, but not to one who was a shoto bogeres, built in an ein takazain camera to ensure one paid the fine and didn't get lashes, because the last one he made accidentally gave 40 lashes instead. Which reminds Rabbi Yochanan holds that wherever there is a chiyot for both money and malchus, and he's warned about malchus, he receives malchus and does not pay. The pus regarding Malka states that the person receives lashes so in accordance with his wickedness, from which we can learn You may punish him for one act of rishos, but you cannot punish him for two acts of rishos, referring to penalties for both money and lashes. And the next pus states forty lashes he shall strike him. Rashi explains that we learn from here that where there are two penalties, he's lashed and does not make a monetary payment. So once again. The mad scientist in the lab designing a kanasomatic that would automatically give a kanas to a Nara sister, but not to one who was a shoto bageres, built in an ein takazain camera to ensure one paid the fine and didn't get lashes, because the last one he made accidentally gave 40 lashes instead. Alright, so that concludes today's shear. This is Rabbi Avram Goldman Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.